Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome to another episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. And tonight's ministry is going to be for Real Ministries, and it's going to be hosted by the Reverend Dr. Ali Maddox. And so, everyone, the next voice you want to hear is the Reverend Dr. Ali Maddox. Hello, everyone. God bless. Welcome to this evening's uh, word from the Lord uh, for Real Ministries, through For Real Ministries. And today God wants me to focus in on real love. And he always has to remind me of it. I am a, I guess, a, a, a just a romantic comedy person. I just love romantic comedies. I love romance. And uh, it's real easy to get caught up in this 30-minute or this hour-and-a-half or two-hour movie or TV show about someone being in love and losing sight of what real love looks like. And when you get caught up in the fairy tale that comes from human beings, you lose sight of the reality of love in God. It's, It's made to look the same, but it doesn't have the same power. So today I want to take you to Psalm 116, verses uh, 1 through 8, and I'll be reading from the NIV version. It says, Psalm 116, I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cries for mercy, because he turned his ear to me. I will call on him as long as I live. The cords of death entangled me. The anguish of the grave came over me. I was overcome by distress and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Lord, save me. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. The Lord protects the unwary. When I was brought low, He saved me. Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. For you, Lord, have delivered me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. The word of God for the people of God, all thanks be to God. So here we are in the Psalms where emotions are expressed where God responds, and where worship and praise are put into action as it relates to the realities of life, the ups and downs, the ins and outs, that abundant life that God has brought to us that is filled with all sorts of opportunities for us to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I just, whenever I think of, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly, I see life in its fullness, what we may see as something 
uh, difficult and hard and strenuous being, (laughs) I want to say, clobbered by the power of God and the truth of his word and the power of having faith in him and knowing that God is love. A lot of times when we hear that God is love, we think and still define it by how we see love. But I'm going to give you some examples of the characteristic of love that is God and that God is. By answering the question, what does real love look like? What does real love look like? In verses 1 and 2 of Psalm 116, well, it starts off with this cry that many of us have in many forms. And it's, I love you, God, because you hear me. You understand me. You know me. You know when I cry out to you and you answer. The beauty in that alone is enough to stop it. Because often we cry out to people and they don't answer. You can't hear a word. But you can be guaranteed God will respond. It's not always in words. It's not always in hearing it. But it's in knowing that God has spoken. That he has responded in the depths of your soul. That he has touched spirit to spirit. I love the Lord for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Not everyone can can um, interpret that cry from us, and they certainly can't hear it from our spirit and our soul, but God hears us when we cannot be heard. And in doing so, he responds, and he focuses in on us. Now, we know that God is omnipresent, that he's here with me on this phone, he's there with you, and he's everywhere in between. He fills all space that he wants to. He is omnipresent. Yet, because he's not like man, he can focus in on us in such a way it is, we are face-to-face, nose-to-nose, ears-to-ear. We become, by calling on him, we put ourselves in the place that, in a place that God can focus in on us. I always think about how, how God says without faith it's impossible to please him. And calling on God is an act of faith that allows God to come into our space, not that he's not already there, but when we call on him, there's this response that makes him focus in right on us. He is right here with us in the moment that we say, God, we need you. Here he is. As his children who has has asked him into our lives, he becomes a very present help in the time of trouble. 
and we can call on him as long as we are in this space, as long as we are breathing. And for those of us who know the Lord, who have accepted him, it is as long as eternity because it is as long as we live. Because he turns his ear to me. While on TV, they are acting out attention. And even sometimes in real life, we struggle to actually be focused. God is focused. He knows us. He has turned his ear to us. He's listening to our every word, and he's listening to what we cannot say. And at the same time, he's listening to the Holy Spirit intercede on our behalf. Ah, speak, Lord. Hey, the love that you seek and the attention that you seek from that you seek from others can never be found in the way that God does it. There's not a phone ringing, a loud TV, a crying child, a loud truck passing by, a a siren that can distract God. He's not distracted by darkness. He's not distracted by anything. When you call on the name of God, when you say, God, I need you, he is focused in on you. And he's focused in on the real you. He's focused so that that you know that he sees what is actually going on in your being. You can't hide from that kind of focus. X-ray eyes cannot see what God can see. Because the x-ray machine stops at the bone, but the the eyes of God on you see right through to your very being. And he focuses in such a way that he's able to show you what real love is. And there's an example of this in Psalm 116. The first thing God does is give you tension. The second thing, is freedom. While we know that God has victory over death, the attempts of death are binding. They can be painfully crushing and tangle you up in such a way that you think you can't get out of it. We walk around here, our I, I am not a fan of the the uh, what is it? Not the mummies, but the uh, oh my goodness, Walking Dead. I am not a fan of that show, but it is such a truth in how many of us walk around entangled by death, falling apart, seeking life, and trying to take the life out of others because we're dying. We are entangled, but God offers freedom from the anguish of the grave. He offers life 
He is the very breath that we walk in. And the reality of love and freedom are one in it one in itself. When there is love, there is freedom, a granted space for you to be with God. He looses. He provides freedom. He gives us what is necessary for us to become. He says, I was overcome by distress. The the writer says, I was overcome by distress and sorrow. And distress and sorrow will crush who God has created you to be. Distress puts you in a position where you cannot function. It tries to suck every bit of the life out of you while you're entangled in death. Distress and sorrow pull you down, crush you, just as the Word of God says that the enemy came to to kill, steal, and destroy. That is what distress and sorrow does to you. It tries to take you so far down that you cannot be. But all when you say to the Lord, save me, he looses you in such a way that you are free. That's what real love does. The will of God concerning you is that you would choose his will, but he gives you freedom to choose him. And in that freedom to choose him, you freely become yourself. You are not hindered by the stress. You are not hindered by the sorrow of living in the wrong direction. You are not overcome. You are set free, and whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Look at a God who would let you free. Those little G-O-Ds seek to bind you, to attach you to it instead of the glory of God, the freedom that exists, the freedom to become who God created you to be, where there is the most freedom, where there is no stress, where there is no sorrow, when you can be who you were meant to be in the kingdom of God, freedom from that which holds you back, that's what real love looks like. So we got focused attention, and we got freedom from the abode of Sheol, from the death. You are freed from death in Christ. You are free. This is what God has put in place for you. You are set free. You have been liberated through Christ, and he offers it continuously. Yes, you are saved, but you're in the process of salvation as you breathe on this earth. And God is continuously telling you, be whom the Son sets free is free indeed. 
And know that when you get free, the enemy tries to come back. So you have to continuously claim that freedom. Say that I'm free in Christ. Live as free in Christ. Call on him when you don't feel free and say, Lord, save me. Save me from distress. Save me from sorrow. And he'll do it. And finally, takes you from a place of indifference. Verses 4, 5, and 6. I'm sorry. Yeah, 4 through 8, actually. Talking about letting go of the frustrations of life. It talks about how gracious and full of compassion and protection the unweary. And in verse 6, it says, when I was brought low, you saved me. When you speak of compassion and graciousness and righteousness, you can see the opposite of that is indifference. But when God saves you, you are released from frustration. That, my friend, is love. God wants you to be free from those things that take you to a place of indifference. And God, I thank you. Can I be transparent with you all? Can I just tell you the truth? I have been frustrated. I'm in the middle of a circumstance that I don't know the answer to. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to put in focus. So much so, I have no words for it. I'm just waiting on God to do what he does because I don't know what to do. And I see myself falling into a place of indifference. But I thank you that God is full of compassion, graciousness, and righteousness so that my soul can be returned to its rest. And I can trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. And I want you to understand that this word is not just for me, it's for you. In my transparency, I'm saying, let God loose us. Let him set us free. Let him handle what is his to handle. He is gracious and righteous and full of compassion and wants us to be unweary. That focus and that freedom should eliminate frustration. In this moment, there is an elimination of frustration. If you know that God sees you and God knows you and God knows the person next to you and he knows the situation and he knows the matter because he's focused, he sees you like nobody else can. Speak, Lord. He is fully attentive to who you are. He made you. In the depths of your being, God knows what you're dealing with. And he wants to free you. He wants you to come out of the place of death. 
Quit walking around and letting things fall off of you that are not supposed to. Be free. Be yourself. Maintain the characteristics that God has put in you, the, the gifting, the, the, the talents, all of it. Be free from those things that weigh you down. It is for freedom that you have been set free. You've given your life to God. Let him have it. And be free of frustration. Don't allow frustration to become indifferent. Don't let it take you all the way into a place. Put your soul in a place of rest. The Lord has been good to you because he's delivered you from death. When you gave your life to Christ, he delivered you. Which means at some point you've got to let those tears dry and quit falling all over yourself. Not just your physical feet. God wants you to trust that he knows how to love you. That the love he has given you is real love. Do you understand what I'm saying? saying it is real love. It is the kind of love. Listen to this, y'all. He sees you so well that he knew you before your very existence. He called you to this point in time for such a time as this. And knowing that there would be intersections in the world and in us, and he went, he, he came like us, without being like us, so he could show us what real love looked like. He knows sometimes we're carnal, so he put on this flesh with his focus attention, and he took all of the sin off of you and me. Freed us from death. God is gracious and righteous and loving and kind. So it's all right that you had to shed some tears. But this is the path to real love. What real love looks like is someone who would take on our mess, the struggle that I'm having right now, he would take it on. Die. That's the answer. I feel like in my spirit, I found the answer in prayer. I'm finding the answer in what God is doing in this very moment. Let him have it. Quit stumbling over your feet and and crying. You know, I'm not someone to take away. If you know anything about me, if you've ever heard me minister before, I talk about what it is to have depression. Depression is real. And the only way we can come out of it is to get in this word. And this is not say that you don't go see a counselor because sometimes you can't even read this word. But I'm saying once we get to the place where we see all this stuff and, and the counselor is bubbling it up to the top or your pastor has talked you through something, to remember that that's God providing the answer. 
and we can dry our tears, and we can give God glory, and we can stand up straight and quit stumbling, and we can trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding and acknowledge him in everything. We can acknowledge him in everything, and he will direct our path. It's all right if you're going through. It's all right if you don't know what to do. It's all right if you don't think anybody sees you. It's all right if you feel tight because God will loose you to become. God will loose you just as he his son uh, rose from the dead, you can rise from the dead. I can rise from the dead. We can rise. We are we are restored in Christ Jesus. The death, burial, and resurrection of Christ is available. Yes, we die to some things. The burial is, is understanding this word that God has given us that He's pouring these words on us to say, I'm going to take care of this. And then he says, rise up. Rise up. And I tell you, in this moment, give God glory because he's got the answer. He rose up with all power in his hand. He had keys and he gave them to us. The keys are these very words on this page. This is what real love looks like. And then you can have it. You can have it in Christ Jesus. You can have it today. You can have it. You can let God do what he does. Let him reveal the answer. Let him give you the key. Let him show you what real love looks like. I tell you, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior and you're struggling and trying to figure out what real love looks like, and what it feels like, and have it right now. All you've got to do, listen to me, this is the call. All you've got to do is express with your mouth that you believe in your heart that this real love is real, and that the example of it and the truth of it and what brought it to life today is that Jesus Christ took your sins and he died with them, and he was resurrected through the love of God that we might have life, that we might live knowing that we are saved, sanctified, and set free, and that the frustrations of this world are not ours to bear because we have given them to Christ and he took them to the cross. And that's all it takes to say you ain't got to feel like nothing. It'll come. The feelings will come and go. But God is always, God is always, he is eternal, and he offers life. Just give your life to Christ. Doesn't mean you're going to be perfect right away, but you are being perfected the moment you say it. This is the word of God. This is for real ministry saying this is what real love looks like. Amen. Amen. And amen. Glory be to God. Real love. 
is the word of God for the people of God. All thanks be to God. Amen, amen. Um, so, Reverend Maddox, are you uh, ready for me to read the announcements? Yes, okay. go right ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, go no ahead. problem. No problem. This is part of Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are. Whether you're listening to us via phone or Internet, we greatly appreciate your listenership and support for us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. We also thank those who share with your friends and family members, letting them know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And we do a live show. We do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. Anytime you want to talk to one of our hosts, you just press the number one, and we'll get you in as quickly as we can. Okay. We also invite you to uh, listen to our past shows also at the same website, which is www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. All you simply have to do is type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. We also invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is Purpose Kingdom. And from there, you can see our our upcoming show dates and advertisements. And from time to time, we do make major announcements on our social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter under the handle of Purpose underscore Kingdom. We do have a radio network, which is PKN.com. Please check it out. It is... Um, us. We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour, and we're going to be uh, listening to The Dwelling Place, and that's going to be hosted by Sister Dominique Hudson. So once again, with God's will, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for The Dwelling Place. Okay, with that being said, this is going to be the end of the announcements, and I want to turn the show back over to Reverend Dr. Arlene Maddox, where she's going to take us out to, our, to our, the conclusion of tonight's episode. Amen. Amen. The question asked tonight is, what does real love look like? In Psalm 116, verses 1 through 8, we say we see that it looks like focused attention, freedom, and loosed frustration. God is so good. He takes care of us, and he keeps revealing his character. And the character of love is his alone. No matter how we express it, it is a reflection of who he is in us. And we need to know that that's what real love looks like. God, we come before you now asking you to seal this word in our hearts. God, in such a way that we walk in love, that you look and you look at us and you see a reflection of the love that you have given us as we give it to one another. We bless you, God. We magnify your name. It is in your name that this has gone forward on tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for your time. Okay.
Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. 